The breaking news, the first major court filing from Donald Trump in 2024, just a short while ago, his team appealed the decision from Maine to remove him from the state's primary ballot. This is just one of many legal issues facing Mr. Trump colliding with the 2024 presidential election. CNN's Evan Pettis is here. And Evan, what, what is Trump's team basing this appeal in Maine on? Well, what they're saying, uh, Jake, is that the uh, Maine Secretary of State exceeded her, her authority to disqualify the former president based on the, the 14th Amendment. They say also that the 14th Amendment, the Section 3, which says that uh, you can't hold certain offices if you have engaged in insurrection against the United States, that that doesn't apply to the, uh, to the office of the president, that this is not something that should even apply here. And they also say that uh, you know, she is basing this on uh, all kinds of facts that are not true, that Trump is not actually uh, an insurrectionist. So uh, on, on based on those arguments, the former president uh, and his legal team are saying that the action by the Secretary of State in Maine to disqualify the former president from the, from the ballot uh, should not be allowed to stand. Of course, what this means now, just by filing this appeal, right, this, this stays that action. This means that he will continue to be listed uh, uh, on the ballot there in Maine pending the litigation that this now kicks off. And Trump is still facing similar challenges to his candidacy, including in Colorado, in Colorado right. uh, which also used the same 14th Amendment argument right. uh, that if you participated in an insurrection, engaged in insurrection, you're ineligible right. for the presidency. How could an appeal of the Colorado ruling uh, play out, given that presumably that will go directly to the U.S. Supreme Court because it's by the Colorado Supreme Court. Right, exactly. And that, that one's much further ahead because obviously there was a trial that was held by a, a lower court judge and, and a ruling from the, the state Supreme Court. What we expect, Jake, any minute now, the, the former president's legal team will file uh, a, a request with the U.S. Supreme Court to try to stay and, and to, to stay that, that, that ruling from the, the, the Colorado Supreme Court and to overturn it. Uh, just by doing that, we expect that he will be able to be listed on the Colorado ballot, the primary ballot, because the deadline for that to be to be finalized is tomorrow. And whatever the U.S. Supreme Court decides is going to be the final answer. Mm. All right. Evan Pettis, thanks so much. Joining us now to discuss Tom Dupree, the former principal deputy assistant attorney general under President George W. Bush. Tom, let's start with Trump's uh, appeal in Maine, which just dropped. His lawyers are arguing that the secretary of state in Maine uh, who made this decision to remove from from the ballot they say she exceeded her authority and she is politically biased against trump's she's a democrat i believe and certainly not a fan of trump um that's true uh but are those solid legal arguments i think the trump legal team jake is on much stronger ground on their legal arguments about whether the 14th amendment applies to the president whether it's self-executing so to speak rather than going after the alleged political bias of the main secretary of state i don't think that's an argument that will get a lot of traction in the upper courts i understand why they're making that argument to kind of set the table and try to put this in context of what they view as a politicized decision but at the end of the day, I think their legal argument is going to rise or fall depending on those other constitutional challenges to her ruling. And Tom, Oregon could be the next state, a third state that tries to bar Trump uh, from a primary ballot. Should Trump's legal team be concerned about that state and, and even more joining the effort? 
Well, I think they need to be concerned anywhere that people are trying to strike him from the ballot. I mean, if you're former President Trump's lawyer and there are states that are trying to knock you off the ballot, absolutely, you have to fight that wherever it happens. That said, I don't think that the Oregon proceedings are ultimately going to kind of drive the overall outcome here. I think, as Evan reported, it's really the Colorado case that's kind of the lead dog in this fight. That's the case that's going to go up first to the United States Supreme Court. And I think there's a very good chance that if and when the United States Supreme Court takes the Colorado case, it will announce a rule of law, a rule of decision that will apply to all of the states considering these 14th Amendment challenges. So whatever the Supreme Court says in the Colorado case, I think will likely apply also to the proceedings in Maine and to Oregon. There's this article today in Rolling Stone magazine saying that Trump's attorneys are going to turn uh, the federal election subversion case uh, from uh, special counsel Jack Smith into a, quote, MAGA freak show and try to flood the trial uh, with all these various conspiracy uh, theories. Um, do you think they'll be able to succeed in, in getting these conspiracy theories uh, into the trial? And what impact could that, that have? From what we've seen of the district court judge here, Jake, I think the Trump team is going to have an uphill battle if they try to flood the zone with irrelevant information along those lines. We have seen that this is a judge who is pretty serious about running a tight ship in her courtroom, about ensuring that the case focuses on the facts, on the legal issues. And I think she'll frankly probably ratchet it up a little bit once a jury is impaneled and starts hearing evidence in this case. I think she is going to be very protective of the evidence that comes into the record, the evidence that this jury Years. And so I suspect that she will do her best. I don't know. We'll see how successful she is, but she will do her best to keep the Trump legal team on a fairly tight leash in terms of the types of evidence that they can introduce at this trial. What concerns do you have when you see how heavily involved the U.S. Supreme Court already is in this year's presidential election, uh, especially, I mean, when you think of Bush v. Gore uh, in 2000, uh, which was only after the election did they get involved? Right. And I think that's a real concern, Jake. I think that there's certainly a perception um, out there in, in the United States. Uh, a lot of people have the view that the Supreme Court and, frankly, a lot of our courts are political actors and make decisions on political grounds rather than on legal or constitutional grounds. And I think that danger is heightened any time the Supreme Court dives into the political fray. I think the justices themselves are very aware of that concern. Certainly, Chief Justice Roberts is very protective of the institution. And so this is not a job that they take lightly. I don't think any of the justices have any eagerness to get involved in the 2024 election. In fact, I'd like to stay away from it if they can. However, I think events are leaving them virtually no choice. So I think it's something they are going to have to get involved in, but I think they are going to be very judicious in the number of cases that they decide, and they are going to do their absolute best to decide these cases in a way that insulates them, if possible, from any taint of politics or suggestion that they're politically motivated here. All right, Tom Dupree, thanks so much.